that ye, that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use it, it will be measured to you. What do you see? Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the law that is in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true and given to us in love. You may be seated. Let's pray. Father, as we enter this time of instruction and preaching, will you glorify your word in our hearts? May it enlighten the unlearned, awaken the careless, reclaim the wondering, establish the weak, comfort the feeble-minded, and make us a people ready for our Lord to return. Amen. Recently, I was... Champ and I were in my truck together. We were driving down the road, and Champ said to me, Father, I, he said, Papa, I used to think that Ford made the Chevy Corvette. And so I asked him, how could you think that Ford would make a Chevy? Champ looked at me with these innocent eyes of a seven-year-old, and he said, don't judge me, Papa. I was only six when I thought about that. <laughs> and I said to myself, as I'm thinking, as I'm thinking at how he just said, don't judge me, I'm realizing that Champ was saying, give me some grace. I was young. I didn't know any better. And I began to think, what if Christians would offer more grace to one another? What if we would give each other a little more space? Because, I mean, Champ, Really, he will go down, we will be driving down the road, and he will look at a car, and he say, oh, that's a Ford, or that's a Chevy, and he will tell you the, the make and model of that car. So for me, I was thrown off when he said that he thought Ford made the Chevy Corvette. But he also quickly let me know that, hey, I'm, I can make a mistake. I could be wrong. Give me some grace. Judge not. And that's what we're going to talk about today. That, brothers, we ought not be quick to judge one another. We ought not be quick to, to, to look at each other with contentment, uh, with contempt. We ought to be looking at one another to display love. So what, I, what I've seen in this, in Matthew, the last verse in Matthew chapter 6 and the first verse in Matthew chapter 7, they both begin with prohibitions. Chapter 6 says, do not worry, the last verse, because that last verse, that the, starting at 60, um, verse 33 to the end, is just one long sentence. So that last verse says, do not worry. And then the verse, first verse in chapter 7 says, do not Judge. So we are not to worry, not to have negative attitudes toward our affairs. We are told to first seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. That's in chapter 6. And in chapter 7, it starts by telling us not to judge. So what's happening is, it's telling us not to have 
a negative attitude or a critical spirit toward one another. Brothers and sisters, when I, when I began to look at this passage, I automatically felt some conviction. I automatically felt some conviction because sometimes I'm not the most positive thinker about things. Am I by myself here? Some, sometimes when I see something, I automatically form an opinion in my mind. And, and guess what, y'all? That's what it is. Because <laughs> if I think it, it got to be right. Is, is that anybody else? That, 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 look, we realize that that's not right, but we do it anyway, don't we? We form these things in our mind. We get them in our heart. And so what, 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 what we're going to learn today is that this verse is not telling us we can't be critical. It's not telling us that we can't ever criticize anything. As a matter of fact, there is nothing wrong with us saying, I didn't like the particular type of service that I received at a business. You know, I mean, you don't want to walk out of there when the waitress has been rude to you or the waiter has been rude to you saying, that was the best experience I ever had. Uh, there's nothing wrong with us saying that our Jags had a very disappointing season. Are y'all with me? There's nothing wrong with that. But what I believe that Christ is, is telling us in this verse is that he does not want us to condemn folk. He does not want us to have, to have a habit of criticizing everybody and everything. Are y'all with me? It says, judge not that you be not judged. So I want us to see that, I mean, even that verse in itself says judge not, but we're going to see later on in this very chapter that the disciples are told to watch out for false prophets. They will come to you dressed in sheep's clothing, and inward they are fierce wolves. This is in, and then in Matthew 18, we are to determine if a brother has sinned against another brother. So there are going to be some times where we're going to have to use our judgment. In the Old Testament, it says God appointed judges to settle disputes and enforce the laws. Not only did he appoint the judges, but he also established how they should judge correctly. So, brothers and sisters, there will be times that we're going to have to say, okay, yeah, that's, that's not right. But we should not have a condemned and criticizing spirit. In Leviticus 18, it says this, You shall not be partial to the poor or defer to the great, but in righteousness you shall judge your neighbor. In Deuteronomy, it says this, God tells the judges not to pervert justice or show partiality or take bribes. Why is that important? Because, brothers and sisters, we're going to be in positions where we're going to have to make decisions about certain things. So what, what does it mean for us to judge not that you not be judged? I, I, I'm trying to show us that that it's, it's almost impossible for us not to be in a position to have to make a decision. Jesus himself said this, woe to you teachers and, and teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. Not only was he judging, he was being harsh <laughs> in his judgment. He, listen, he was being right. He was being just. I don't want to say harsh. Scratch that. He was being just in his judgment. 
He said, you clean the outside cup and dish, but inward you are full of greed and self-indulgement. On the outside you appear to people as righteous, but on the inside you are full of hypocrisy and wickedness. So brothers and sisters, as Christians, we're going to be in a position where we have to make some judgments. We're going to have to make some decisions. But how we make them are, is, is extremely important. That's what we're going to see in this passage. So look, if we go back to this passage, the issue that was at hand was that the Pharisees were judging Christ. And they were finding him inadequate. You want to know why? Say yes. Okay, okay. Because he was, he was not offering the kind of kingdom they anticipated. He wasn't impressed by their kind of righteousness. Y'all remember what he said in a couple chapters back? Unless your righteousness exceeds that of the Pharisees. Y'all remember that, right? So what he was saying is that what they are displaying is not what he's looking for. Isn't that something? To, to, to work, to think you're doing something, but God, that Christ, is not moved by what he sees. Isn't that something, brothers and sisters? If, if, if we spend all our lives getting up every Sunday morning, singing in the band, preaching the gospel, standing at the door greeting, and, and at the end of the day, that he's not moved by what he saw. That's something to think about, isn't it? It's something to think about if he's not moved. So, so they were disappointed in Christ, so they rejected him. So Jesus begins to warn against their, that type of judging. So in this passage, we're going to see three things that tell us how that we need to remember if we decide to judge. If we decide to judge, which we will have to, these are three things that we need to remember. Verse 1 says this. Again, I'm going to read it again. Judge not that you be not Judge. So this, this is something that you, you got to see this in the original language to understand what's happening here. But it's saying, judge not that you be not judged. So that you be not judged is that so you won't get the judgment of God. That's what it's telling us right there. So judge not. Because you don't want God's judgment. That's what it's telling me. It's just that, that you be not judged. Who can judge us? Y'all, y'all, listen. There's this, there's this prophet named Tupac Shakur. Anybody know? Okay, okay, he's not a prophet. <laughs> By no means. But he says, only God can judge me. But his song, I won't sing the rest of his song because it's not appropriate. <laughs> okay. What he was saying is that only God can judge me. God has the final answer. So this is what he, the scripture is saying. Judge not. You can, you can do what you want, but you're going to be, God has the final say. Judge not that you be not judged. Brothers and sisters, isn't it good to know that when we stand before God, that, that Christ is already taking care of it for us? Oh, yeah, that's good news right there. Whether y'all nod or not, whether y'all, that's good news. 
that we got to stand before him. And when we stand before him, he does not see us. He see us covered in the blood that Jesus shed on Calvary. Brothers and sisters, that's good news right there. He see us washed in the blood of the crucified one. Amen. Brothers and sisters, that's the type of judgment that we're going to. Listen, if it was not for Christ, we got to get this because these Pharisees were not listening. So he was telling them, don't. He was telling his disciples, don't be like them. Because they're going to get judgment. Verse 6. Look look at the verse. We didn't read verse 6, but it says this. Do not give the do not give dogs what is holy. So dogs and pigs and, and, and were considered unclean animals. The people who are not listening to God, people who will not hear are considered dogs. Are y'all following me? Look, 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 this, this ain't fun stuff, but it's, it's right. They were unclean. People who, who will not hear will not hear or consider unclean. And don't give it to them. Don't, don't waste your time. That's what it's saying. Don't waste your time. Don't waste your energy because they're choosing. They, they're, they're not listening. They're incapable of hearing the truth. So what we need to keep in mind when we're thinking about judging, one is that we ought to be careful how we judge folk because God has the final say. God has the final say. Number two, and I'm almost finished. I only got three. I'm almost finished. Look at, look at this. Verse two, it says, for with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Romans, Apostle Paul in Romans chapter two says this. Therefore, you have no excuse, O man. Every one of you who judges, for in judgment Passing judgment on another, you condemn yourself because you, the judge, practice the very same thing. We know that the judgment of God rightly falls on those who practice such judgment. Do you suppose, O man, you who judge those who practice such things and yet do them yourself that you will escape the judgment of God? So listen to what he's saying is that, that if you know that this is the standard, you are using the standard of God to judge other people. Don't you know that the standard of God, you got to stand up to that same standard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, brothers and sisters, that is good. Like if we're going to hold people to a standard, then guess what we ought to be doing? Following the same standard. That's all he's saying. That, that, that whatever you use, whatever standard that you use, if, if God's standard is good enough for them, guess what his standard is for? Good enough for you too. We need to think about this, brothers and sisters, the standard. If we expect somebody to be on time, guess what we ought to be? On time. If we expect folk to tell the truth, guess what we ought to do? Tell the truth. If we expect folk to love us, guess what we ought to do? Love others. Listen, this is what he's saying. He's letting us know the same standard, the same, what you measure out, what you use to judge them, the same thing is going to come back to you. Brothers and sisters, we got the word of God that we got to stand on. We ought to trust the word of God. If it's good enough for Sonia, then it's good enough for Willie. If it's good enough for Leslie, it's good enough for Todd. Y'all hearing me? 
Good enough for, for Andrew is good enough for Ann. I'm trying to get us to see this thing. That if we're gonna use, if I'm gonna use that standard on science, she get to use it back on me. Brothers and sisters, the same thing. One, God has to find out to say. Two, the same standard that we use will be used on us. Now, I need to be very clear. I need to be very clear because then folk will say, you know, I've heard this so many times. We shouldn't judge one another. That's not what Scripture is saying. Because there will be times. I made that clear earlier. I tried to make that clear. There will be times that we have to stand up. We have to say, brother, that ain't right. So what we're doing is we're making a judgment, not based on what I think, but based on what God's Word says. This is not me. This is, this is not Willie. I don't get to make my own rules in this life. We have to follow his Word. So just be clear. A gifted but lazy student needs to be checked. Amen? Listen, listen. A talented but undisciplined Jaguar team need to be talked about. I mean, checked. <laughs> y- y'all hear me? <laughs> listen, listen. It, how, how many Monday morning quarterbacks do we have in here besides myself? Ain't nobody going to raise your hand. But I know it's some of us that watch the game and just be like, what are y'all doing? Listen, brothers and sisters, there's some things that we're going to make judgments on. Brothers and sisters who are living openly in sin, they need to be checked. We need to, listen, brothers and sisters, we are the church. We're supposed to call them out. But we're supposed to call them out in love. The same way we call them out, folk can call out our stuff. So I once read that a young as, well, I once read about a husband who, who went to a marriage conference without his wife. And he went to this conference, and his wife couldn't attend. So when he came home, the <laughs> she said, honey, how was the conference? And he said to her, you should have been there, honey. He told me 19 things that you could do to be a better wife. Never mind the 99 things he said that he could do to be a better husband. You, you get it? That's, that's, that's what I want us to get. See, we're, we are quick to tell other people about their issues, but we forget that we got some ourselves. And that leads me to the third point, that we need to check ourselves first. Let, let's go to verse 3. Verse 3 says this, why do you see... The speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not look, notice the law that is in your own eye. Or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there is a log in your own eye? Christ says, you hypocrite, first take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. So, man, this is, this is amazing to me. That So the last thing, this last point is we need to take care of ourselves first. There's a song in black gospel that's called Sweep Around Your Own Front Door Before You Try to Sweep Around Mine. Okay, it's, it's by the Williams brothers. If you, if you want to listen to it, go home and listen to that. Somebody in there understand. My mama used to play it all the time. It said, sweep around your own front door. Okay. Before you try to sweep around my, I mean, it's really good. But listen, I can't do it justice. But what it's saying is that 
you need to, you need to check yourself. I just talked about if I'm going to hold you to a standard, guess what I need to be doing? Holding myself to that same standard. Are y'all following me? And then, then, once I sweep around my own front door, I can't make your sin bigger than mine. It, it says it right here. It says, you worrying about a speck in your brother's eye, and you got a log in yours. Man, that's, that, that's something to think about right there. What you got going on? You know, listen, just, just imagine. Look up. Just imagine one of these long beams, these, these long beams. Imagine that as a log. And a little piece of one of them long beams falls off, gets in your brother's eye, but you got the whole thing in yours. Instead of trying to get this log out of your eye, you say, come here, let me help you. When truth is, you need help yourself. Is that any of us, brothers and sisters? Listen, listen, I'm not saying we're going to be perfect in this life, but I'm saying we ought to be striving that, that our lives are, we're not holding people to a standard that we aren't living up to ourselves. That's what it says. Listen, don't magnify the sins of others and make yours trivial. Brothers and sisters, we all got some issues. Remember when I said this several times in the past, we all got some skeletons in our closet. We all got some stuff that we don't want people to know about. All of us, every, every last one of us. I got some stories that I don't want anybody to ever tell my mama. Is that anybody else? That you, there's some things you don't want your mama to know? Yes, that's us. That's us, all of us. And, and I think when we were looking at people, we ought to keep those things in mind. The same grace that champ wanted me to give. Brothers and sisters, that's what we got to give one another. I mean, I'm telling you, this verse, these verses, they caught me. They made me think. Some, so like Willie, sometimes you be thinking wrong. Sometimes you, you're too harsh on people. Even though I may have never said it, sometimes it rests in my heart. Are y'all following me this morning? So, man, God, man, I, I, as I was writing this and reading, God, I, I need your forgiveness. I almost feel inadequate to even talk about this. But it's his grace. And I keep thinking, I keep resting on his grace that I'm even able to stand before you to share his word. His, his, his grace. Man, I could, I could begin to look back in my life and tell you all the things that I've experienced, all the places I've been, all the things that I've done, but nothing qualifies me to stand here but his grace. We have to keep that in mind, brothers and sisters. It's, it's grace. So, sweep around your own front door. Don't magnify other people's problems and make yours small. And don't be quick to recognize other people's issues and blind to your own flaws. I promise you, I promise you, in this room right now, 
we can look around and find something wrong with everybody in this room. And if people look back at us and begin to, to, to point out our flaws, guess what? Won't be so welcoming. <laughs> you know, sometimes as you get older, nobody in this room I consider older, but I, I had a, an aunt. Well, let me talk about my grandmama right quick. You know, as I began to put on some pounds, my grandmama say, you sure is fat. When I walk into a house, you sure is fat. You want something to eat? <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> but there was not a time that I can turn around and begin to tell her something that I didn't like about her. There was a stand. Listen, she was able to say to me what she wanted, but if I was in turn to find something that, was, that I didn't approve of with her, do y'all know the punishment I would have been in? <laughs> Go get your own switch. Yeah, y'all see that, right? What, the point I'm trying to get is brothers and sisters. Now, do I think my grandma loved me? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But sometimes the way she, had, you know, gave me an assessment of myself was not loving. Are y'all following me? And we need to think about that when we're going to give our assessment of others. Is this loving? Is this kind? How would I feel if they gave me their assessment of me? Even, listen, sometimes it, it, it's here. It's here, and it never comes here. But if it's here and here, it might as well go here and let it come out. No. Don't let it come out. I, I just want us to think about this, how, how we can be hurtful, how we can focus on others when we ourselves got our own issues. So don't let nobody tell you you can't judge. Just know how you, you need to judge. And one day we're all going to be judged by God. And the same way you judge them, it's going to come back to you. And you need to make sure that you attend to yourself before you jump on anybody else. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for allowing us to, to see your word, to hear your word. We pray, God, simply yes, as my grandson sought understanding and grace for his mistake, I pray that we as Christians are able to extend grace to one another that we offer understanding. Then I pray, God, for the times that we have to make judgment calls and we have to make decisions. God, that we would do it in such a loving way, realizing that this, with the same measure that we measure will be measured back to us. God, I pray that you would help us not to be habitual condemners of others or to always be critical. Help us, God, to navigate our relationships, rather with family, friends, fellow believers or non-believers. Help us navigate with grace and understanding, recognizing our own need for this. Remembering that we shouldn't focus on other people's shortcomings more than we focus on our own. 
Help us, Lord, to embrace your teachings. Help us to be slow to judge, quick to extend grace, and vigilant in attending to our own hearts. May your love and mercy, that the love and mercy that we have received, flow into all of our interactions. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>